Hello and welcome to another episode of the Core 4 Garbage New York Yankees podcast. I'm your host of today's episode, Nicholas Rosado. You can find me on multiple Twitter accounts at RespectAllRise, except the S and Respect the 2, and at Rosado underscore Nick. If you have headphones on, take them out. If the volume's all the way up on your phone, take them out. I mean, turn it down. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm Manny. You can find me on Twitter at NYYStain. You can find me on Instagram at Manny.RM. If you're having a good day, do not listen to this episode. We will probably ruin it for you, just like the New York Yankees ruin our days for us. So where the hell do we start? Um, I don't know. Um, Let's see. This team sucks. This team has played like absolute garbage for the last week and a half. After going, what, 22-9 after their terrible start? It has been so inconsistent. Chad Green is not clutch. I'm done. I'm done. He cannot be put into big situations. He's a good pitcher? Maybe. Maybe. He cannot be play, pitching in good big situations. I don't give a damn what stat you throw at me. 2009. Oh, wow. 2019 ALCS Game 4. The big three-run homer to Correa that blew up the opened the game 6-1. 2019 ALCS Game 6. Game elimination game. First inning, threw on homer to Guriel. 2000, this year's uh, the last game against the Astros at Yankee Stadium. Go ahead, homer to Altuve. And now, this tonight, against Boston. Comes in and scores high 3-3. Three, three, just just the bad. And he just gave it away. He gave it away. This guy, time after time, has given up big hits in big situations when it's extremely unavoidable. What the hell was that? pitch to Kike Hernandez tonight. You had him swing at pitches up in the zone, and you decided to one right down the middle of the plate. What the hell did you think was going to happen? What the hell did you think was going to happen? You're letting Christian Vasquez get a hit barely down the line, and then you're letting Bobby Dalbeck hit a homer to extend the lead. This is the worst. It wasn't, it wasn't even a cheap shot. This guy, this guy took Chad Green fucking 700 feet to... To the bleachers. I don't. This is. The, I'm so angry right now. This is the worst this Yankee team has played from this court. Like, last since. Yes, no, I 100% agree. 2017 right? was when we can say. It has to be. Yeah. No, like, last, last year, you know what? Like, they weren't. You know, they were pulling out wins, and it was like when they're winning, they're playing well, they're, they're solid, they're scoring runs, they're doing God knows what. But they were, they were losing their fair share of games, yes. But when they were winning, they were, they, they were playing good baseball. They weren't getting lucky. When was the last time you watched this team win, and you were like, this is a good win, we're confident? The two wins we've had in the last week, however many amount of games, we got swept by Detroit right before Detroit. We faced who? Um, played right before Detroit. Toronto. Played, no, Toronto. right before Detroit, we played. Um, we put. We literally. I think that was the White Sox. Wasn't it the White Sox? No, we had we had Toronto after the White Sox. Twice. Did we actually? I think so. Let's see. Regardless. Oh, all right. That's that's not the point. Point being, there's two wins in the last eight games. Oh yeah. If I'm if I remember correctly. Two wins in the last eight games. Both of those two wins should be losses. We should be on a 10-game losing streak right now. That's, that's, what the, that's what the level of play here has been. We got swept that by the is... D- I'm sorry. Go. Just go. Go. Yeah. 
Two and eight right now should be zero and ten. There is nothing here that is indicating that it's going to get any better. Besides the fact that you can preach, oh well, it's a long season. It's one hundred sixty-two games, and these things even themselves out over time. We're in June. We're in June, motherfuckers. And th this team is thirty-one and twenty-eight. Since for for the last one hundred and nineteen games, the team is sixty-four and fifty-five. Eleven games over five hundred. No more than that. We got swept by the Detroit Tigers in 2021. We let Justin Wilson come in injured in a tied game. And he gave up a two-run, a two-run, what was it, a two-run bomb to win the game? That was the first game of a sweep. Before that, we couldn't beat the damn Baby Jays. We haven't beat the Blue Jays in a series all year. These AL East games matter so much. We go play Tampa Bay, who's red hot. We lose the first one, we still can't hit. Second one, we we barely pulled out because of a Clint Frazier walk-off homer in the what, the 11th? 4-3, we nearly choked that game, the middle game, the, the third game of that series. And then we got absolutely shellacked, absolutely shellacked in the final game. Offense couldn't come to play, and we're giving a big after big hit. Garrett Cole getting smashed around. We lost 92. And then tonight, and last night, against the Boston Red Sox. First time playing them all year. We owned them last year, 9-1. and one. And we can't do a damn thing. We lost 5-2 to them yesterday. What the hell? Why is Mike King still starting games? Aaron Boone needs to go. I'm tired of this. I don't care if it's now at the end of the season over. He cannot be the Yankee manager in 2022, regardless. I don't give a damn what anyone says. He doesn't make these decisions. That has to fault the rosters like this. No. The days off are ridiculous. I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. And normally, I've never been on the train of Fire Boone because I'm like, okay, you know, Fire Boone is just something fans say because we get heated and we're like, um, you know, we just want something to change. And I'm always like, oh, well, who will you replace Aaron Boone with? You know what? Aaron Boone, there are 700,000 Aaron Boones in this world. Literally all you can do. I, I'm, I'm heated right now, so this might not be the most rational take, but I don't give a shit. What does Aaron Boone do? What does he bring to this team? There is nothing that you can point that he has done that has had a positive impact on the New York Yankees since the fucking Savages land, which was at this point almost a whole two years ago. Let me tell you one thing about this damn team. We, last night, I'm going to go back to the Mike King thing. Why is Mike King starting? He clearly doesn't. Aaron Boone has made countless stupid decisions. You sat Glaber and Giancarlo into the Tampa Bay series for one game, just for them to end up pinch hitting later in the game. Why the hell are they sitting if they're going to end up playing? That's not a day off then. They came in the game. That's not a damn day off. That makes no sense. That makes no damn sense. And then, I'll get to the Mike King thing. Why is he starting? He's great out of the bullpen, but the stats have shown this year that he clearly doesn't have it when he starts. He clearly doesn't have it. He clearly cannot do it. Why is he still starting baseball games? Give us a three-run bomb to Devers in the first inning, which we all saw coming, by the way. You knew he was going to miss his spot up and in, and he absolutely blasted with that one into the second deck. We couldn't recover from that. We couldn't recover from that. Tonight was terrible. Terror. I already talked about Chad Green, and the bats are inexplicable. Hal Steinbrenner, you are horrendous. You are a horrendous owner right now. I don't give a damn. Everyone says, oh, we spend the money. We spent $324 million on Garrett Cole. Great. That's the move you had to make. Not the controversial move. That's not a move that you're gonna you're most likely not gonna lose, which by the way, who knows if with all this pine tar situation stuff, if Cole will regress or not. I, I certainly hope not. 
But we never make moves when we possibly could lose, you know, the trade or we could possibly lose something. We never make the risk moves because we're too scared. What the hell are we doing here? Talk people talking about well, oh, I Cashman's was... wait. Cashman's waiting till the draft to uh, make trades. <laughs> the draft is in July. The draft is July 11th through the 13th. Why the hell are we waiting till then to make trades? And even when we do make trades, why are we holding back because of the damn luxury tax? We're the New York damn Yankees. We need reinforcements. This team is not getting it done. We, like Manny said, we are three games, three games above 500. We are third, fourth in the American League Eastern Division. Or literally, you know, to, to put that in perspective, there's one team we are better than in the AL East, and that is the Baltimore Orioles. We are five and a half. We are not now. better. We are not better than any team in the American League East right now, except for the Baltimore Orioles. And, you know, you can have the, um, the nuance of, all right, you have your Pythagorean record and the fact that maybe you shouldn't be as low as you are. But for the sabermetrics guys out there, if any of you are listening to the, um, the podcast, the, sa- the Pythagorean record isn't going to give you much better. Our run differential is a negative three. Toronto's at plus 31. Boston plus 51, Tampa Bay plus 69, and we're at negative three. If you want the Pythagorean record, we should be 29 and 30 right now. We're not close. We're not close at all. This team is terrible. This team is honestly terrible right now. It's inexplicable how awful the bats have been all year long. Fastball after fastball, looking straight down, look at them close straight down the middle, and then you want to swing at junk. Tonight, John Carlos Stan. Swung at three fastballs in the zone at 93, 94 miles per hour from Eduardo Rodriguez, who has been absolute garbage all year long. Why can you not hit fastballs in the zone at low, low to mid-90s? This is what you have these millions of dollars for. No damage done. No damage done. I tweeted this today. Basically, we're Aaron Judge and the rest of the nobodies, if, you, if you've watched Flight Reacts videos. We are the rest of the nobodies after Aaron Judge. And you know what? The only consolation, and there is no consolations to a losing season, but if we were to be dead in the water by September, August, August, September, the only, only small sliver of light that we would see from the season would be an Aaron Judge MVP. But you know what? All the boomers who vote for this, these damn awards aren't going to give it to him because he's going to have a low RBI total because no one in front of him can get on base. DJ where the hell you at, bro? Where the hell you at? Did you the ball? You know, anyway, that's, that's 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 another part of this. By by performing the way we are, everyone's like, oh, okay, you know, well, the team sucks right now. We're just gonna hire a couple of free agents, and everything's gonna be fine uh, soon enough. All right. Well, guess what? Garrett Cole signed a three hundred twenty-four million dollar contract. He's probably going and you know sitting in his clubhouse and waking up and thinking, what the fuck have I done with that? Why the fuck did I just sign with this team? I would. The way they're pitching. You know, speaking of Gary Cole, we are 6-6 six and six in games where this guy starts. This guy is third in the American League in ERA. He is third in Sierra. The, the whole pitching staff is third in Sierra across the league. He is up there in FIP. He is up there in XFIP. He has every stat under the sun. He has the, I don't know, the, the second highest X cock size in the, major, in, in the entirety of Major League Baseball. And we are six and six in games where he starts. We that is how inept the offense is. The offense is so so terribly bad. 
Why do we have Ruben at our door hitting second in games, bro? Someone please explain that to me. And I apologize for all over the place because I guarantee you I'm going to talk about something I've already talked about, but it's all coming to my brain right now. Why? Like, Aaron Boone has made constant bad decisions. Like, why Why did Tyone go out for another inning? He clearly doesn't go, doesn't pitch the third time through the order. Why is he pitching in? Miguel Undahar, make that play in left field, dude. Make that play in left field. This is our home stadium. You should know where the wall is. I know he's not an outfielder, but God damn it. No other wall is in your own home stadium. That's he's not an outfielder isn't even an excuse anymore. This guy's played outfield like this entire season. He hasn't played third base since um, I don't know, like very early on in 2020. I would guess he's got no excuse for not catching that ball. And, and you know what? Let's not act like that was the only thing that went. That was not the only thing that went in that game. It might have been a catalyst for a lot of things, sure. Tyone is getting consistently fucked over by the team. Either he gets, like, really bad luck and he gets babbipped to death or, you know, he has a... or he has outings like this. This is, this is in an indirect way, it's making us look worse than we are. Which is saying a lot because we're not that good right now. We're bad and we look worse. And that invites the fact that players are not going to want to come here. You see, I feel like in the age that we're in right now, the weight of the New York Yankees is slowly but unfortunately beginning to lose weight. Luke Voigt said it last year. People aren't afraid of us anymore. People, and when they don't fear you, what does that mean? When they don't fear you, they don't respect you. When they don't respect you, I mean, you're the oldest team in the league. Maybe not the oldest, but the most storied franchise in the league and you are at a state in uh, at a point in time where you go into the detroit tigers house and you let them shit on your face for three games then you let the boston red sox come into town and shit on your face for two games and likely a third because barring a miracle from lord jesus himself we're not winning tomorrow you do not deserve to be respected. I don't understand, bro. We, I'm not ready to give up on this team yet. As much as the, as much yelling as I've done this whole episode and Manny yelling, I'm not gonna give up this team yet. Neither am I. Like we, we it's it's irrational to do so, but give up yet? It's not August yet. We're still in June, but I. so damn hard not to lose faith in this team. Every night they come out here and do this and put this trash product on the field. Play like this. These are guys who at the beginning of every offseason, MLB's putting up lineup, lineup rankings and we're at the top five every year. And yet they can't do a damn thing. You're letting scrubs own you on the mound, bro. And you know what? I understand the oh expected batting average and bat bip and all that crap. Listen, bro. It's cool and all, those stats, but it don't matter if you don't eventually fulfill those stats. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Like, I don't care if DJ LeMayhew's expected to hit this, and we've seen this from the last few years. If he doesn't eventually do it, he didn't eventually do it. He just didn't do it, and he didn't succeed. And there, then where, what are we left with? Like, you know that, um... Ty- We're talking about Tyone, like, all year long. Oh, Tyone, he's expected... 
expected ERA, and he will get better. When? When? Do it now. Do it now. And the pitching hasn't been the problem, but every now and then we'll have stingers. Like, do it now. Like, I don't want to hear, like, oh, that was expected. No, the fielder was there. He caught the ball. It doesn't matter how hard he hit it. I understand the bad luck, and, like, that sucks. Like, today we had a ground a double that went that was ground ruled, and, like, that, of course that would happen to us. But sometimes this expected stats crap is means nothing because you didn't fulfill the expected stat. You failed in the situation. It doesn't make it any better that it would have, it should have been this or it would have been this because it didn't happen. I, I've got no words, man. You know, the, the, the expected stats always like, you know, like I said, I, I consider myself to be someone who's pretty in tune with sabermetrics. So I, I, I understand where they're coming from and I understand what they're supposed to say. You know, there, there's a lot of factors that a hitter can't control. But the thing is, at some point, you know, from the strictly from a fan's perspective, not from someone that, you know, if I'm trying to make reasonable analysis of what I'm seeing, I don't give a shit what the expectation is if you can fulfill it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We have the Boston. Di- Listen, the Boston Red Sox should not be playing this good. All disrespect to them. I don't give a damn if they're in second place, if they just want two or three from us. We all know this. We all know eventually they should fall off. And even if they don't, I don't give a damn. Screw the Boston Red Sox. I'm a Yankee fan. I don't have any respect for them, bro. They can win the World Series this year, and I, don't, I, I won't care. They should not be playing like this. They are overexceeding their expectations. We, we all know this. Nobody expected them to be second place in the division, except for freaking Boston fans. And we let them come in our house, and you you see what's happening on the timeline. All Yankee fans, we have Yankee fans arguing with each other on the timeline because the damn Boston Red Sox came into town and took two to three. This is the first time we're playing them all year. And I pray to God that it's not like this the rest of the year. Because if you don't win ALEs games, it doesn't matter. You're playing the ALEs more than you're playing every other team. Screw a tiebreaker. It's not like 2020, right? We don't have to worry about that as much because the tiebreaker isn't, oh, best record within the division. Tiebreaker is just you play it out this year. It's We're going back to that. I'm not worried about the tiebreaker. I'm worried about just our record. You can't keep losing games to ALEs teams. Most of your games in your season are against teams within your division. You play every team in your division 19 times. You keep losing those games, your record's not going to be as good. It's a pretty simple concept. You can win all the games you want out of the division, but if you're not going to win games within your division, it's all going to even out at the end of the day, and there's going to be teams in your division that have the, have a better record, and you just won't make it. You can't be letting the Boston Red Sox own you like this. After last year, we had such a tough year. It was a pretty da- big damn uh, disappointment last year. Yet we still went 9-1 against them. Where the hell is that result? Not here. I... Boston's a cog in the machine. You know, they're, they're 19 games out of 162-game season. Tampa's 19 games out of a 162-game season. You can say that for Toronto. Guess what? Four teams, 19 times four, that's ad- that adds up to 68, I think, if I did the math right. Um, 49... That's 76, not 68. 76 games out of a 162-game season. It's almost half. Almost half of your games come from within the division. And in interdivisional games, I don't even want to know what a record is. It's not going to be good. But, you know, if I, if I do try and look it up, we're owing... Actually, let's, let's take a look. Let's take a look at our interdivisional record. But before we get to that, I, sh- I need to talk about Boone, man. I'm, I'm damn well near the end of my role. 
I was, you know, I was, I had no clue how he would do when he came in in 2018. You know, um, I'd heard like the, I, I barely even knew him outside. Oh, this guy hit a homer that was really important the year before I was born. And um, he was mediocre at best outside of that. And I, I read um, Inside the Empire, which is a great book about um, the Yankees, some of the Yankees internal workings. I recommend all fans read it if you haven't done it already by Bob Clatfish and Paul Solderoff. Um, and it said that, you know, the reason Aaron Boone won the job among other things, is because he demonstrated the most superior knowledge of analytics out of any other candidate that they had interviewed. I just want to ask, where did that quality come from in the job interviews, and why the fuck are you not using it right now? What sort of analytics tells you that Rubnet Odor should bat second in a lineup that features Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, um, Glaber Torres and infinitely better players in him. One. Number two, what sort of analytics tells you about the pitching decisions that you make that are so often uninformed and even more often just blatantly stupid? Third, what sort of analytics informs you that quote unquote, and he said this yesterday. Hitting into double plays is a good thing. Bro. Number four. Number four. What sort of analytics informs you that it's okay to be picking your fucking nose on national television? <laughs> oh my god. I... Oh lord. Honestly, I, I don't know who they're going to replace him with. I don't know the pool of managers that we have in, um, you know, waiting to find a job. As long as we can get someone, as long as we get like a Matt Blake of, um, you know, of not just pitching that is relevant to more of, you know, both that can manage a team, I'm fine. All right, just and get I'm a, anyone except. I'm going to add something to that. Anyone bro. except. This dude, yeah, every shoot. single damn press conference has the same damn response. We will turn the page. When? When are you turning the damn page, dude? When? What are you going to do as a manager to make sure these guys have their head in the game to turn the damn page? You've been saying this for about two months now. People years, are like, buddy. oh, firing, firing the manager won't do anything. It's okay. We can wait till after the season's over. Okay, on that note, I'm going to tell you this right now. His two 100-win seasons in 2018 and 2019 were not a product of him. It was a product of the talent on the damn field, bro. It was not him. He did not win 100 games because he's going to be, oh, Aaron Boone is the third manager, whatever manager, to have 201 seasons, you know, in his first two years. It's not because of him. It's because of the players on the damn field. He did absolutely nothing. And he made, he had a super lineup, a decent rotation, but, and sometimes even a trash rotation, but the hitting could hit at a point where they could out hit other teams. And a super pen. And now the hitting can't hit, and he's getting exposed. Because I'm telling you, he did nothing to warrant him getting the credit for 200 win seasons. He's just the guy in the chair. He's just a head. at the, He's just the face that we see. Those 200 win seasons were not a product of Aaron Boone being our manager. We could have had my 
my a rock on the side of the street as our manager, and the Yankees would have. Oh, okay, that's an over exaggeration because they can't make, write the lineup out. But we could have had a bum up the side of the street, just put random a randomized lineup out, and we would have won a hundred games both of those years. You know, you know who would have been a better manager than uh, Aaron Boone? Joe Girardi. Literally, you could, you could, uh, you know, uh, this is how confident I am. I swear, you could take a good coach from any other sport. Um, you know, I'm a Giants fan. I'm a Knicks fan. Both, you could take Tom Thibodeau, and he would know nothing about baseball. He would be a better manager of the New York Yankees than Boone is right now. You could take Joe Judge. He knows nothing about baseball. I'm, I'm presuming. I'm presuming neither of them are um, you know, knowledgeable in this field. You take both of them, they'd be a better manager than Aaron Boone is right now. That way, you know what? That, that's, that's an exaggeration. I don't give a fuck. I, I, right now, you know, I, I like to pride ourselves on being a podcast that is objective about a lot of things. This is no time to be objective. I'm sorry. There is nothing objective that can be analyzed here that is positive in any way, shape, or form. We're fucking bad. We're really fucking bad. And everyone, please don't listen. We, we're sorry, like for the anger and stuff. We're not saying our season's over. That would be ridiculous. There's 103 games. We're just saying it's so hard to keep the faith right now, and we still believe in this team. We could go on a damn what freaking like nine. I like, swear, 80, I swear 85. that's that's the most annoying part. Yeah, we. We're, yeah, we're no, sure. Nick, go on. Yeah. We're so much better than this, and we're not giving up on the team. We don't want anyone to think that. I mean, at least us two. Our, our other co-host, Mike's not here, and I get, I'm sure he can give you his thoughts one day. But we're not giving us two at least are not giving up on this team, right? It's not over yet until we're mathematically eliminated. It's not over. But the team is just bad right now. They're just bad. They're just bad. They're so bad, right at the moment. Not overall as a team, as a squad. They obviously we're good. like we're good. Like we're. we're our talent is good, and we should have a good team. We should. That, and that's why it's the word should. But we, right now, at this moment, we are bad. We are not a good baseball team. We should not accept this as Yankee fans. The damn luxury tax does not matter, Hal Steinbrenner. If, we, if the Nationals are at a point where they're like, okay, we're going to sell at the trade deadline, and Max Scherzer there. If we don't have this man, I swear to God, I want you to sell the team. Sell the team. Oh, he said it again. There goes Moon again. There's going to be lumps along the way, but we know we are have a capable a club capable of digging ourselves out. Oh my God. Oh my God, dude. You, you know, you know, to some some degree, I, I I'm never I, I've never been a guy to criticize press conferences. I hate Boone for a lot of things. Uh, I used to, you know, I was I was super high on him in 2019. In 2019, that was my guy. I was like, Aaron Boone's a reason we're doing so well right now because this is a guy that's like allowed, you know. Uh, the AAA players, he 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 might not be the credit for discovering them, but he's allowed them to a large degree to be able to you know flourish. I don't care. Like you, you take that aside now. He's 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 being asked, and normally I, I don't. I haven't even you know judged him for press conferences now or in 2020 where he was also equally as um, terrible, arguably. Because to, to some degree, I get it. You know what what else are you supposed to say to the media? But there's a difference between you know using weasel words or just trying to. Um, stall the media versus outright lying. And this is the latter. He... Oh, my God. 
that response just pisses me off every single time I see it. And it happens every night after we lose a game. And you know what? A lot of it, I'm, part of it's his fault because he's not holding them accountable. He's just babying them. And then on the play better. What the hell are we doing every night, every day? This roster needs reinforcements, bro. Aaronix is out for the year. It's not like he was doing a whole lot anyway. Luke Voice not gonna be here for a while. No, no, okay. Like he wasn't he wasn't the best, but relative he, to what we better. have right now, yeah, he was getting better. And if you look at him relative to the guy we have right now, like I mean, it's technically Aaron Judge is in center most of the time, uh, or he will be. But if you look at the aggregate of Judge plus Stan plus Hicks and you compare that with fucking Judge plus um and Duhar plus Frazier, that's like comparing Willie Mays to I don't know. Shane Robinson. All right, that's that's a little bit of a stretch, oh, but I I have I have no words. How Steinbrenner, you are such a fraud. If you allow this team to go like to keep playing like this and don't improve the roster, do not wait till the <clears> July <throat> MLB draft to make some trades. That is in July. We need to fix this damn team right this moment. I don't give a damn if GMs don't want to trade right now. You call them up and give them a package they can't refuse. Right now. Tell Cashman to do it right now. Forget about the damn money. The New York Yankees, you can pay it without having a problem. You will not, your pockets will not hurt because of doing that. Get Max Scherzer or else, or else you're going to see him go to the damn Toronto Blue Jays and we're going to loosen them in the postseason. It happens every damn time we don't acquire someone that we needed. Did we always end up losing the team that acquired that person? Always. Every single time. Acquire him. Acquire Ketel Marte. Starling Marte. I don't really want Joey Gallo right now, but sure. Do something to make this damn roster better because what's going on right now clearly isn't it. But you're just going to sit there and say, oh, the luxury tax. It's you know, the, the only thing that like that's left to say about Hal Steinbrenner is that I'm sure you know this, but the market you play in is a market that is not very kind to owners that sit around on their ass. Buddy, you play in the same market as James Dolan. You know what happens to him. Don't go, don't go down that path. You've seen what's happened to um, John Mara and Steve Tisch the last couple of years. Granted, they're, they're taking less heat now um, as the Giants are on their way up. I'll just... I'll leave you to take inspiration. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what else to say. We have one more game, Mr. Red Sox, which we're probably going to lose because it's on Sunday Night Baseball. We have all of baseball clowning us right now. This is the worst time to be a Yankee fan. Period. Period. Point blank period. This. Oh, by the way, by the way, I'm just saying that if you're a non-Yankee fan listening to this right now, and you're one of the aforementioned fans clowning us, you'd fully deserve to do so, by the way. Yes, you do, but screw you. Go to hell. Uh, that, too. To hell. <laughs> that too. Um, folks on your own damn team. Um, I cannot believe this. We got no bodies on the Tampa Bay Rays owning us. We got the Red Sox who are outperforming expectations. We literally could have put them in their place this series, but I guess not. They're putting us in our place. We got the Toronto Blue Jays who are young and... Are owning us. We haven't won a series against them all year long. And then I don't know what else. We got talk about the Detroit Tigers. We're playing the Twins next week. They are the worst team in the Central, I think. Or is 
Is the Royals? I don't know. Um, if we get to the Royals, I don't know what I'm gonna do. This team affects a lot of people's daily moods, including myself. And it's honestly ridiculous how bad they're playing. People's mental health is really declining, and it shouldn't be that way. But that's how sports are. That's how sports fans are. They're a lot heavy, hard sports fans. Their mood depends on how their teams are performing. And right now, our mood is not happy at all. Like mental health for me is going down. Listening, watching this damn team play, it is not good. Like I literally turned off the game yesterday. I don't do that. Like I barely, I rarely do that. I do that maybe once a year when I'm extremely never upset. do. I, Easily, yeah. I turned it off yesterday because I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I think I was I literally something. I I turned off the game to watch professional video games. That that's all I'm gonna say. That that's how that's how bad I got. I, I turned off the game to watch All American, which is the best show on TV right now, by the way. To watch an episode I had already watched probably three times. Like you guys are the worst. You're the worst right now. Um, you're making me hate you. It's pretty simple. I still believe in the team. They're still my. At the end of the day, I'm still gonna love the New York Yankees. But right now, um, life is miserable watching you guys because you're just enabling everyone else clowning us, and it's not fun at all. Because we should be stepping on everyone's throats, and we're just not. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say. You guys got to get better. That's that's really it. I I think we've covered everything. We've covered Boone offense being ass. Pitching staff not getting any help. Uh, the team refuses to make any trades. Yeah, that's that's just one thing I'll say. Uh, it's the final thing that we'll probably cover before you wrap up. Brian Cashman. I might genuinely be your biggest fan, but for the love of God, you do not have to fleece every team by a country mile in a trade in order to make it. It does not matter if every trade you make does not automatically go down the list of top 10 greatest trades in Yankees history. Other teams aren't always going to be stupid. That doesn't mean that you cannot trade with them. There's a difference between maintaining your future and just straight up being uptight. You know, buddy, you may have started using analytics a long time ago, all right? I've read Inside the Empire. I know that you, uh, you're friends with Billy Bean. You know, you, you saw what he was doing. You decided to do that, but with a lot more money, you got full reins of the organization in 2014. You know, you set up your player development and all your analytical facilities and hired a bunch of nerd guys, uh, which, by the way, I respect your work a lot, so nerd is probably not the best term to use there, but, you know, you've done all that. So have other teams. You know, we're not um, front runners in this field anymore. Hardly front runners. We're not even the only people there. You cannot name me one team in the in the entirety of Major League Baseball that isn't onto the same tricks, probably, that the New York Yankees or the Tampa Bay Rays or whatever team right now. We're not going to fleece everybody. So stop acting like we are. If you get a fleece, then by all means, go ahead, take it, and make everyone lick your boots. But when you just take the fact that the, the very definition of the word trade in the English language the very definition of the word trade in the English language does insinuate that something has to be given up. To give to engage in frequent buying or selling, that's definition. That that's that's all I'm gonna say. You, you, you want please make a move that corresponds because will not 
chump changes, uh, you know, as their offer for Max Scherzer. The Texas Rangers will not accept. The Arizona Diamondbacks will not accept chump change for Ketel Marte, and so on and so forth. The 2016 Chicago Cubs traded Glaber Torres and a couple other guys to us for a role of Chapman. Did they lose the trade? Yes, they did. Yes, they did, because we have Glaber Torres to this day. And we got a role of Chapman back. But do you think they make that trade 100 out of 100 times? Hell yeah, because they won a damn World Series. They're first in 108 years. And that was a moment for Chicago and for the Cub organization and all their fans that they'll never forget. Now we have, I'm not going to say it. You guys already know about our ring total, whatever. So it's yeah, not like and, and, it's not it's not like it's not like this one's going to be like oh, first in a long time. It'll be 11 years, but like it's not like this is oh extremely special. Like the one that we'll always remember and the one that stands out among the rest. Like that 16 rings for Cubs fans. But you know what? We still want to win rings. So win. So make some damn trades to do so, and don't be afraid to lose it, like Manny said, because you're not going to win every time. Yeah, no, and, and that's another thing, right? Like, the definition of winning the trade is also arbitrary there. Sure, the, the Cubs, like, that that World Series for them is monumental. But any World Series period, you could win the most irrelevant World Series in the world. It could be, like, the 2005 Chicago White Sox or whatever. And it's still a World Series. It is still far more important than securing. You know, if, if you had a choice between having, you know, the greatest player of all time, if you, if you had a choice between having the, the you know, let's, let's up that. If you had a choice between making sure that the three greatest players of all time play on your team and are remembered as, uh, you know, Yankees or Angels or, um, you know, Cubs or Mets or whatever, whatever team you're a fan of, it should just get a military ring and, um, you know, not, not being entirely bad afterwards. Organization that's intending, but that's a ring. Your players that are like, oh, these are really good guys, but they're going to contribute. They're going to better team overall. Get a ring. That's that's ten years. Glaber Torres has won four MVPs, but not a ring. And the Chicago Cubs did, in fact, get a ring from the trade. I don't think it's going to be unreasonable to say that they got the better interpret. We got Glaber Torres. Sure. What do we do with him? Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we have Glaber if we don't win a ring with him. Um, listen. It doesn't matter if we have Mike fucking Trout if we don't want to win a ring with him. Yeah. Look at the Angels, bro. They're wasting his damn career his, his career away. All he's doing is building a play. And he's still making the Hall of Fame, obviously. He's the best player in the game. He's one of the greatest players of all time. I'm sure he wants to win a damn World Series. And they're wasting it away. And we're doing that with a lot of our, our, our core. We're doing that with our core. And you know what's sad? Um, come talk a little, I'll talk about a little more players. Um. Let's see. Gary Sanchez, bro. You are one of my favorite players on the team. You're probably tied for first, if not, and if not, you're second. This year has been abysmal. Listen, you've been a little bit better recently over the last two weeks. You lost a starting job. You've gained it back. Whatever the hell's going on, bro, figure it out. We need your offense because the rest of the guys aren't doing it either. We need someone to step up. Giancarlo saying, bro, you had a hot two weeks. You got in, you came back. I understand. No rehab assignment, but bro. 94 and 93. I already said this too. 93 and 94 mile power is fastball down the middle from a lefty. You're not hitting. How many times? Double plays got to stop. Oh my God, those are killers. Like I, I literally 
want to shoot myself when I see the other ground ball with a runner on first. It's like you see around first, it's like, oh, death sentence, it's over. Inning's over. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's just like such a miserable reflection of where the state of the team is right now because I remember um, in Sunday, Sunday afternoon's game, or no, it wasn't Sunday. The, the last time we played at Tampa Bay, the, the last series that the afternoon game, I remember we got, you know, Judge singled, Urshela doubled. And it, it's second on third with nobody out. And I'm already thinking, you know, somehow we're going to find a way to blow this. Guess what? Odor pops up. Flynn strikes out. Granted, that was on ball through and through. But regardless, Odor pops up. Flynn strikes out. And whoever was after him also strikes out. No runs. No runs. Base Second running. and third, nobody had no runs. Base running. The base running too. Well, we're just used to Yeah, that. that. We, we run into what? Like the most outs? on the basis of any team in Major League Baseball? It's... Bro. Listen. Um, I guess that's all right. Yeah. Um, you know, there, just, there's not quick, much else to say. And on a positive note, um, All-Star voting... Any of the players on the damn team should, should be voted to the All-Star game. But honestly, in my opinion... There's only two guys who deserve it right now: Aaron Judge and Gio Urshela. Gio's defense and oh, yeah. Garrett Cole. I mean, Garrett Cole is a voting. Yeah, you can't vote for pitchers, but it's only position players. But Gio Urshela's defense has been phenomenal as always this year, and his offense. He's been he's had a like maybe like one or two stretches, a lit like small stretches where he hasn't been as good, but like for the most part, his offense has been great this year. And then of course, Aaron Judge is the MVP candidate. He gets your vote every year, so he's probably gonna start. So those are the only two guys. Everyone else can kick rocks. They don't deserve to play in the All Star game this year. Um, and make okay. make sure you don't vote them either, because then then the front office is gonna have inflated ego about oh well well technically um, Clint Frazier actually made it to the All Star game, which means we don't really need to do anything about him. Yeah, exactly, exactly, bro. Don't vote for them; they don't deserve it. And I'm sorry if that hurts you in saying, oh, you're not a true Yankee fan. Nah, I am a true Yankee fan because I'm telling you right now. Both both of us are. Yeah. If you want the team to get better, don't vote for those guys. Don't vote for those guys. Um, hope hopefully Garrett and Chapman, um, also get in. But yeah, uh, you know, those are uh, that's what I'm voting for. Uh, well, that's what I voted for from the New York Yankees. That's it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you can. There's five ballots a day. Um, and then you could vote every day. So I mean, I guess I did it once. You can do your one. Well, you should do one all-Yankee ballot, and that's it, just because you're proving your loyalty to the team. But more than one is extremely stupid. No more than one all-Yankee ballot. After that, you don't even have to put Gio if you don't want. Honestly, you can just put Judge. I put Gio and Judge. But those are the only two guys that should be on the damn ballot for us. Um, Yeah, Manny, you got anything else? Nah, I think, I think that's it. And um, with that said... We're going to put a wrap on the episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time, regardless of, you know, everything that we've said. And however much we've blown up today, it's always Go Yanks. We'll see you guys next time. Go Yanks. We got a bunch of special uh, stuff coming soon. Um, a couple of special guests, hopefully. Uh, you guys know them. And um, hopefully we're a lot better by the next time we, uh, we start winning by some before. Um. That's all for today. Um, go Yanks. Go Yanks, guys. See you all next time.